In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our text is from Matthew 28. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If you're like me, and have at times struggled with the advice, remember your baptism. We talked about this already yesterday. Then let these words of Jesus today speak to you. After all, we were baptized. The command was attended to. It was long ago, not an event that we can actually recall. It seems distant. I can only remember times when I was baptized and never when I wasn't. So it all seems to boil down to this central question. What is so important about that baptism? So let's go back to the command in Matthew 28, which we just read from the Catechism. When we were baptized, we were baptized into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Into. The Greek preposition has a strong sense of direction. It's normal to translate it in. We were drawn into the realm of the Trinity. It is not like attaching a bumper sticker or a little identification tag on the arm or on a shirt. Baptism is a change of identity, an act of adoption. In the name is more than a label. It actually summarizes a new character and identity. Now, we know the importance of where a name goes. Governments give authority to certain individuals and will enforce certain powers. So when we put our name on a document that binds us to an agreement, say to pay a bill, or to make a commitment for a contracted action, like having one spouse, we know that is important. And an adoption then connects us to a new family, a new set of relationships, something that actually lasts forever. Consider then what it means that God took us to be his own child and put his name on us. It's a big deal. First, we are no longer most important. We have to give up self as the center. 
because we serve and obey a new father. We have rejected the devil and all his works and all his ways, our old master. We don't belong to the world, we're just passing through. Because there's another kingdom that we belong to. You see, the new identity takes over in a full way. Now recall some of the ways that we are linked to the Trinity. We are washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the Spirit of our God, 1 Corinthians 6, 11. We are linked to God's glory. Jesus is glorified. He glorifies the Father because he's been given authority over all flesh and gives eternal life to those who follow him. John 17, 3. We confess the name of Jesus as we continually offer up our praises, our sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruits of our lips that acknowledge his name, Hebrews 13, 16. We proclaim the name of Jesus and all that he taught when we teach and preach. Good news about the kingdom and the name of Jesus Christ, Acts 8.12. Though the very name of Jesus has power over demons, Jesus tells us, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven, Luke 10.20. Indeed, we want to be among those who walk with Jesus, in us, around us, supporting us, who are worthy of the white garments and of whom Jesus will say, I will never blot out his or her name out of the book of life. Revelation 3.5 So, when we remember our baptism, we connected to the baptism of Jesus as God came and said, This is my son. And we too were made sons and daughters in a way like that. This is no plain water. It's like a name given by a parent. God made us part of his family by the loving action of our brother Jesus. Our baptism, then, is identity-changing. So I can put this in a sentence. James Brower, baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I invite you now to put your name in a similar phrase and say it with me. James Brower, baptized in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.